welcome to Recovery Central. Morning, Ronnie. Good morning, Richard. How are you? I'm very well, folks. How about you? I'm all right. I'm good. I'm here on time. You're here on time, yes, and we are actually trying to start on time. Yeah. Good morning, Neil. How are you? Good morning, Richard. One is fine today. One is fine. Is that the royal no, way? No, no, one is good today. Yeah, I was in Royal Sutton yesterday, so I'm thinking. I'd oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I was right, in so. Sutton Coalfield. Royal City of Sutton Coalfield. Yeah. Therefore, I must say one. One. Yeah. And morning, Matty. How are you? Yeah, good man. Yeah, I'm gravy today. Yourself? All's well because the world's still turning and I'm still in it, and sometimes that's enough. But actually, it's better than that today. <laughs> anyway, today we are going to conduct a bit of an experiment. Contrary to the usual format, we're actually going to play some games because it's Christmas. Oh. And because it's Christmas, we're supposed to humiliate ourselves playing ridiculous games of no <laughs> consequence and sound ridiculous. <laughs> so what's probably going to happen is we're going to get everything wrong this week. And I'm quite resigned to the fact that we may get everything wrong, but that doesn't make it a failure because it's the actual process of doing it. It's the actual going through it that counts. Yeah. Failing forward. Oh yeah, and whether this works or not, who cares? We had a go. We tried. And we can valiantly hold our hands up and say, we did that! Right, anyway, <laughs> just to get started, I'm now going to endeavour to explain what the first thing is about. First thing, you pick a piece of paper out of that packet, and when you've seen it, you've got to talk to it without mentioning the words. So you've got to talk about what's on your bit without mentioning the actual words. And the rest of us have got to guess what you're talking about. Mm, That's your okay. sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but as we're on audio, it's not actually something that anyone's going to see. So you can't mention what's actually written on there. And yeah. we've got to guess. Uh, okay, Sound okay. like fun. Right, who's first? Go on, <laughs> And just as we're starting, we have another one joining us. Morning, Michael. Morning. Morning. Good morning, Michael. Nice, thanks, Michael. Right, so Neil's going first. Right, yeah, so like, you know, I went out into the, into the park, into the space, and it was just lovely, and I'm... And I'm walking along, and I'm thinking, like, is it nice just to be out in the... You know? Sunshine. And, um... I was guessing. And, like, the breeze was going against me, and then, like, you know, I, my thoughts were kind of just... I was in, like, you know, nice thought process, and it just kind of, like, just made me feel kind of, like, free and... Strange. Nature. Tranquil. Serenity. And, and tranquil, but you know, it was more about the expansive space that I was in, you know, and it just felt like it was just spirituality. No, it just you've felt probably done these, though. You've probably already read them last week. Though. I already, I already <laughs> don't know what's on the paradise <laughs> last week. Paradise. And like, and then I bumped into a man who started to tell me a story, and I, well, I was pretty kind of close to what he was kind of telling me. But uh, and then like, open-minded. You know, bingo. Uh, bingo. Right, that makes it your go next. <laughs> Well, I could have put that one back then because I just took it out. Oh, what, are you cheating? No, we all had to take one out. You didn't explain it. No, we don't all have to take one out. Oh. Nothing is compulsory with this. I've got everything uh, else wrong in my life. That's why I'm here, so I've got that one too. So, so many times this has happened. Got drunk. Each time, I definitely realised that I did not have a problem. <laughs> he was in denial. <laughs> That's it, bro. <laughs> uh. right. You going, Ronnie? Oh yeah, I can Michael, what we have to do is whatever's on there, you can't mention the word. You just talk about what it is. Oh, and we have to guess. Right, so I realise that this is something that I've got a lot of and I never had any of it before. Hope. And Please uh, don't say common sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
So, and I had to do a programme to find it, and I realised I was void of this one part of my life. And, so, um, spirituality. Yeah, I'm glad you got that quick, because I was trying to think about to go far from that point. You know what, I'm going to start throwing in some little clangers, isn't it? Well, <laughs> no, I'm going to start... Yeah, I bet yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> This was a concept that I just could not get a hold of to begin with. Yeah. I just couldn't get my head around it because just, like a lot of just, things I thought I understood. Mm. Like a lot of things, I thought this makes sense, this is something I've always done. Mm. And to find out that I was completely wrong and that my idea of this was so much at odds with what it really meant because I had this great thing in me of so well it's about truth mm. and it isn't just about truth yeah you really thought you had loads of it didn't you it's, you thought you were speaking it all the time yeah it's more than truth <laughs> it's so much more essential than but truth. you're completely deluded wasn't you yeah, i can tell the truth right in that that door is not quite closed however that's just a fact mm. but when it comes to talking about me it's not just about fact when it's talking about how I feel about someone else, it's not just about fact. Honesty. Honesty. I wanted to throw a few. You got that, didn't you? Yeah, I knew. I just wanted to throw a little. I knew you got it. You were just making me suffer, weren't you? <laughs> so, in my active addiction, I definitely had none of this. Acceptance. <laughs> Courage. This was non-existent in my life, in every relationship that I had. And I've only found it through coming into recovery. Love. Love. Through fellowship and staying open-minded. Having courage to trust, I've found courage. this. experience. Connection. No. Strength. Empathy. Strength. Compassion. Me and my group of friends have it. Connection to how um, great event. Serenity. Within the fellowship, trust. there's a lot of it in the room when we have these meetings. Consciousness. And immunity. Experience. Yeah. It really helps us connect. It really helps us connect. Yeah, it really, it helps, does, us connect. It really helps us connect. Connect to a power on this and willingness, um, service, unity. That's it. Oh! What's the dice? I was about? searching for that. No, that's <laughs> the next game. The dice. <laughs> oh, I've had that one. Yeah, they are doubled up. Should, I, should I have done it anyway? So you can't do it. You're entitled to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, without this, you're lost. You know, I mean, you've got to get a connection, and you've got to feel it, and love. It's definitely not religious, isn't it? It's not a religious spirituality. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you probably was it. Only if you put it on proper tag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have got some clangers in. Oh my God. <laughs> In order to be honest and to be true to myself, this is what I need to have. Acceptance. It's not just about acceptance and it's not just about admittance and it's not just about these things that I acknowledge and that I acknowledge in me, like denial, like defective behaviour, like the need for humility, like the need for honesty and the need for working a programme around my life. You've got to be it's the things I do in my life. Action. Action. It's how I do those things and it's the way I do them, the way I take action and the way I am as a human being by being honest with myself. Nobody can see you, Neil. <laughs> 
if I'm honest so with me and honest with other people, that's it's something I possess as a result. Serenity. Nearly. Hope. <laughs> Serene. Hope. Hope. Peace. Nearly. Peaceful. Nearly. Strength. Strength. You get some sleep. Strength is almost there. Courage. Courage. Is almost Experience. there. Oh, now we're just throwing words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I knew this one would be no! a bugger. I knew this one would be a bugger. Michael, come on, you got this one, Michael. It's strength. Something to do with strength. Yeah, and then courage. Oh, and then it's something to do with. Power. It's something to do with my actual character as a result. Oh, yeah, defects of character. And it's the way mind. I become, yeah. and the way I am around other people. And the way that I treat other oh, people, oh. and the way that I'm viewed. <laughs> Come on. It's an I word. Yeah. Integrity. Yes. I would have been lost forever. However, I do still find the word <laughs> difficult to take seriously following the, the last two seasons of South Park. <laughs> what was that coming up with? Integrity. Integrity. Can't do that one. It's the same one. <laughs> what were the odds on that? No, yeah. I shouldn't have put that in, should I? Maybe um, it's a sign. <laughs> yeah. Shit, someone's lying here. <laughs> right, hang on. Let me just unfold this really complex piece of paper. This. Yeah, so... What uh, I didn't say is that I put these in football-shaped patches, patches to be unpicked and mm. very carefully... Un Sewed yeah. together. The future's bright. Orange? No. <laughs> <laughs> so this is... Yeah, this is something that I've realised plays a fundamental part in my recovery. Okay. I don't speak for myself. Okay. And I think it's the ethos of changes. It's in, in part the ethos of changes. What do you call it? Mission um, statement. Yeah, mission statement, that's it. Um, no, I've never seen the mission statement, but um. yeah. <laughs> What, you mean you haven't read it? <laughs> How long have you been here? The big man, the chief, what? says that without this, we wouldn't be able to recover and stuff. And it's, and Love. it's good. No. And it's bright. When it's bright, it's out there. It's I've got bright. so much of this now, a lot more than I had before. I had a lot of friends before, uh, so-called friends, which was fellowship. Good friends, in a sense. That I think fellowship's almost the word, isn't it? Unity. Being close. So I could afford to pay my mobile phone bill this month, which means I didn't lose contact connection. Boom. Yeah. Right, and I think I'm calling time on that game now. Well, I like this game. So the second time we do it, when we do this again, we'll all know what we're doing. <laughs> now the dice, right? With the dice, what you do is you roll the dice, and on this page, I'll take it first, and it will be passed around. And the number that the person rolls, they have to talk about the subject next to the number. Okay. You have to describe it for as long as you can without repeating yourself <laughs> oh, and with minimum hesitation we're going to be lenient on hesitation because we're not experts so yeah. don't just suddenly go hesitation <laughs> <laughs> give them a chance and obviously it then becomes how long can you sustain it it's not a competition mm. there's no win or lose and we've not got a timer on it just yeah. to see who does it longer Do actually it's not can someone so, the time is it the same as before yeah yeah you go first is it the same as before? So we're not allowed to say what it is, we've just got to talk about it. Oh no, you can say what it is. Oh, right, so in this so one, you can actually say yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 okay. Tell me when you're um, ready. And watch me balls this up completely. <laughs> no, you need that. No, you do. You're going to tell me what I've got to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, right there, right there. Right there. So I'm, so I'm, so I'm. Yeah, go. Eight. Eight. You have to talk about social media Christmas. 
Well, social media any time of the year is a bit difficult to deal with because it means I have to talk to these people that I don't really want to engage with. And the thing about social media at Christmas is that lots of things come out of the rubble. A lot of things come out to haunt me almost because there are people that I might not necessarily want to be around or I might have distanced myself from that suddenly view that time of year as a time of year to be engaging with people they've forgotten about. And also it means that I'm engaging with my family in a different way because I'm seeing them, whereas on social media I can normally keep some degree of distance. What I find most difficult about social media also at this particular time is that it's full of adverts and it's full of things telling me to buy this and sell that and buy this and go and see this and buy that. And I'm constantly under fire from this barrage of this is how you should live at Christmas. This is what everyone else does at Christmas. I'm a vegetarian, so I don't eat turkey. And I don't want to see all these Christmas adverts that start in September and go on and on and on and on. And there comes a point where I actually turn it all off because I think I can't look at this anymore. And that's actually what I've done this year. I turned off most of my social media outside what I do for work and outside for what I do in the theatre, which goes on Facebook, and what I do for this, which goes on Twitter, I'm not really engaged with it, because I can't cope with the hassle, and now I've dried up. Yeah. Um, well done, Richard. So you're one minute and 30 seconds. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not running then. You are joking. No, one minute right. and 34 seconds. Sorry. Okay. Oh, 34, let's say. Ronnie's 34. timing, so. So I can mention the subject what I'm talking about, yeah, you can mention it and then you yeah. talk about it. And you can repeat the subject yeah. name as yeah. many times Time as you want, want to. Oh, What's that? Two. Two. Double. A clean and sober Christmas. A clean and sober Christmas to me just kind of means like, just kind of like, you know, being around family in the, um, and being present for once in my life. How about that? And engaging with the little cherubs in the family and not feeling conscious around the facts, but feeling self-conscious that they're looking at me and feeling that I can't get my Christmas dinner down me and all that kind of I've been looking forward to the mince pies my sister makes these mince pies like once a year and I can't get the mince pies down me clean and sober Christmas means so much to me <laughs> <laughs> it means so many different things to me I can reflect on people who are not here with me right here right now and that's a beautiful thing to be doing and um and and um that's a long enough pause. And, <laughs> and, and that was the long enough pause, definitely. So there should be so many things I could talk about at Clean and Sober Christmas, shouldn't there? So that was one minute. Yeah. yeah. But we're showing there how lenient we are on hesitation <laughs> because he did the uh, uh. <laughs> That was good, bro. That was yeah. good, bro. That was well done. Yeah. <sighs> get a double. Get a double. Wow. Seven. Christmas parties. Christmas parties for me weren't the best. Especially in my addiction, I was a mess most of the time. I, I always used to black out. I'd just make a fool of myself. But now, when I go to a Christmas party, I can enjoy it, but I can be sociable and wake up in the morning and remember it instead of when I was in my addiction and never remembered it. And I was scared what I did, if I hurt anybody, or if I made a prat of myself, which was most of the time. But now it's like when I go and see my mum and dad, we have the family round, we'll have a get together, we'll have a laugh and a joke and I can enjoy it this time. I've got a new life. That's great, really. Yeah, that was 36 seconds. Well done. Well done, well done Michael. Just one word, 
It's not easy, this. No, especially because you've got to articulate as well as think. It's really not easy because you're thinking and you're also trying to report. We've got a human beatbox coming on now, so he might go on like, you know, we might just go out Well, no, we'll cut it in two minutes. Or we can be harsher on the repetition than. No, I might be. I might get the older. You get the older. Halt. Five. Santa Claus. So, for me, Santa Claus, yeah, I used to believe in Santa Claus for quite a while. I think, I suppose my first sense of, of addiction was fantasy. Yeah, when I was little, I was constantly living in fantasy. I remember putting the key out for Santa underneath the stone. I thought he was coming, bro. So I used to wait up, trying to catch him, mate. I used to wait up all the time, and I ended up going to sleep, obviously. But this year, I suppose uh, I get to spend a clean and sober Christmas with all my family. And I'm on the other end of the stick, you know. I got I got a niece and nephew and a two little cousins who still believe in Santa. I can put the key out with them. <laughs> you could dress Joys, I could. I was gonna spray my beard and everything, but I got. <laughs> I, I, I got. I got. Uh, I got these little glasses, yeah. When you got a mustache hanging off them and that, yeah, and little hats on the corner. So I'm gonna go full out and do that. The joys of recovery, man. You know, like it, it's a simple life at the moment. And obviously, there's that more there. But yeah, can't wait to put the mince pies and the carrots out for real, Rudolph. It's bass me, bro. Yeah, sound. Oh, that's going to be 129. Ooh, Ooh. Do I get a go? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I've got a four. You've got a four? Christmas weather. Christmas weather. I love the Christmas weather because I've always hoped that it's snowing, but in more ways than one. My boss used to call me. Is it snowing where you are? And I was like, snowing? No, you only live in like um, about 10, 15 weeks. No, he's why is it snowing there? Because it needs to be. Get down here now. I'm not can't. Anyway, the Christmas weather. Yeah, we always wanted to not rain on Christmas Day, and we always wanted to snow. And and yeah, it just tends to be either not ever ever snowing. And I'm still going. And Christmas weather can always decide whether you're going to go all the way in your new clothes. You know, like your new clothes that you're going to wear when you're worried about the dye kind of like seeping onto your jeans and onto your shoes. So it's if it's raining, you get to stay in. Christmas weather is a really boring topic to talk about, isn't it? I can't believe I've picked that one. I'm still going. Someone had to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what do you reckon? I'm just wondering what the weather's going to be like this year. I think there's not going to be any bets this year, is there? But, you know, usually they do a bet. And if it snows at Christmas, got five to one and that sort of stuff. But it's definitely not going to be snowing for me in, in the sense that I'm just mm-hmm. going to be good. I do like it when it's nice and cold and it's got that nice feeling of a bit of a chill on and you where it gets where you hat with the bobble on top of all this <laughs> and your snow boots and get the snow thingy my jigs out and watch um, I'm losing stuff to Sam. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was three minutes and forty five. Was it? It's really quite difficult that yeah. isn't it? If someone asks you the question yeah, but when you're on the heat, you'll start. Because uh, what I find uh, difficult is the not repeating. Is mm, yeah. sort of I'm having to think at the same time as I talk. Now, I bet not hesitate. Mm, and there's a, oh shit, I'm running out of things to say. Mm. I feel the same. Let it snow. We allowed to swear a little bit. Like, <laughs> oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah, so. Don't worry about that because what we've got coming next. Right. See, when you talk about your boss talking about like snowing, that I think he's like, is it snowing over there? Is it snowing? Yeah, I'm talking like, you know, because snow, innit? Like, snow. 
Now, there are many of these, but I think I'm only going to use six this, today. These are recovery dilemmas. So what happens is, I give you the thing, we then decide on what the reasonable answer is, and then we actually try and be the people. This is going to go really wrong the first time. Okay, Let's just accept the fact that it's going to go really wrong. And by mid-January, we'll have probably worked out how to do this properly. So it doesn't matter how it goes this first time. First dilemma. Your housemate returns home drunk after curfew to your dry house. Do you A, hit them over the head with a hardback book <laughs> until they pass out? B, take their keys, lock them in an empty room to sober up without calling for assistance? C, call for assistance? D, ask them if they've got any more booze? Or E, cover the whole thing up? <laughs> D, definitely for me. Ask them if they've got any more booze? <laughs> yeah. Because well, is that so you can get rid of it, or so you can drink it? <laughs> yeah, so mate, yes, we can just get it off him so he can't drink anymore, and then, you know, <laughs> then, 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 then you've got a choice to make. I've got to get rid of it. Right, <laughs> so like, okay, that's fair enough. You get any remaining booze off them, yeah, you then put them in a room rather than chuck them outside. Yeah. Mm. What do you then do, perhaps? Hit them with the book, or...? It could be the basic text, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same thing. It's a hard thing because they're going to be wasted, so they're not going to remember nothing, whatever you say anyway. So See, for me, it would be put them in a room, wait until they're sobered up, then talk to them. Instead. Yeah. Because if you try and talk to them when they're drunk... No, you can't, can you? No. No. No chance. Call for assistance. You call for assistance. Yeah. You make sure like, you take the drink off them. Yeah, because they could be very wasted and they might be unsteady yeah, on yeah, the feet. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Oh. Yeah, call for assistance, man. Lying down, not on the back, so they don't choke to death, and call for assistance. Sadly, yeah. there's a bottle of whiskey in that room, and then when they're in, they go in, lock <laughs> the door, call for assistance. So, so in your house, as a matter of habit, you would have one room with no furniture and nothing in it, specifically for the purpose of when someone comes there drunk and you have to isolate them in one room. A little bit of a padded thing, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, like we could use some of this soundproof foam. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, do you think we can reenact that one? Oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, we could do, mm. just clap someone over the head of a book, kick him in a room. Well, yeah, if, tell you what, Ron, if you just stand near the door and just pretend to be drunk, Neil can then hit you with something. Mm. And you can make the sounds. And then you? he can make a phone call going, I need some help. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll leave that one for now. Second one, your housemate has been away from the weekend but has lied about where they've been. Do you A, shop them, B, try to reason with them, C, rip a few pages of the basic text and stuff them down their throat, then lock them outside. D, agree to keep it secret, provided they do the same for you in return. E, pretend to be willing to keep it secret, then shop them in front of everyone. <laughs> in the house group. <laughs> yeah, this is presupposing it's in a dry house somewhere. Well, I mean, this is obviously the right thing to do. And the right <laughs> this is the right thing to do and the wrong thing to do, yes. Well, there's two rights, and it depends who it is. Maybe you know, if you if you shop them in, and it's your good mate, he'll tell you that's the wrong thing, and you're not a mate anymore. But yeah, I suppose. Yeah, it's a key point, that though, isn't yeah. it? One of the things for me about all of this is that sometimes I do have to do the right thing, regardless yeah. of any friendship. The thing is, as well, like obviously, you got a kid on day one, 
Yeah. He's just come in there and he's just coming drunk and he's like, Ugh. and then you put in a whole house in jeopardy, didn't you? Rather yeah. than people stronger in your recovery. So it's triggers. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Man. I think yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. Like a bit, wow. Because the mere sight of it. See, if that was person. me and my friend come back and he lied, I'd say, look, I'll give you one chance. Now you tell me the truth. Four days to door. See you later. Yeah. Because I'm putting myself in jeopardy, and if there's newcomers. That's just the so, so it's good, right? He's just come back late. That's the crime. What he's committed? He's come back having been away from the weekend. Late for the weekend. Yeah. Just lied about it. So weird, weird. A, it's a dry house scenario. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you want to give him the option <laughs> to go and you know go to um the, the powers that be start and fess up himself? Yeah. Because this program is a brutal honesty program. Yeah, yeah. So be honest. It's well, one of them. Let's say he didn't, and then he thought he could get away with it again, and then he could, you know, mm. get and back then, into that yeah. cycle and then look dead. He's, at the end of but the not day, that so. he could lie about it, but then what happens if you find out? That's the worst thing, because say he's put yeah. it on social media, yeah. that's when it's a no no, yeah. because you're like, yeah, that's, that's the worst thing, because he could have looked straight to your face and said, no, look, mm. I was seriously here, and you look at him and you think, okay, I believe him, I'll give him this chance, but then I'd say a day later, yeah. Something pops up. One of their friends said, "Oh, we were here and that." Alcohol, drugs, and social media—what yeah. a mix! <laughs> it wasn't there, but it's on your Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is, I was photoshopped. <laughs> this is something I learned quite early on: is that it doesn't matter what I say to you, to you, to you, to you. I know if I've lied. Yeah. I know if I've lied, even if no one's found out. I always know. Yeah. And I have to live with that. And mm. yeah, you're right, Michael. It's, it's purely the honesty thing, and if we're not honest, we're going nowhere, aren't we? Yeah. Right, third one. You find an empty b vodka bottle in the bin at your dry house. Do you A, take it out with the rest of the rubbish and pretend it didn't happen? B, buy some surveillance equipment and start gathering <laughs> information on your housemates? C, tell your support worker, naming your least favourite housemate as the culprit with false <laughs> evidence? <laughs> D, grab your housemates one by one and interrogate them military style. <laughs> or E, call your support worker. See, now for me, mine would be take it to the support worker and say, look, I would like a, a group meeting. And put it yeah. on the table and say, look, this is what I've yeah. found. Whoever it is, please be honest and tell the truth. Yeah. And then if they didn't, that's when shit would hit the fan. Because mm. that's probably like, okay. Yeah. Now, now I'd need yeah, CCTV yeah. then. Because I'd want to find out who done it. Because if they're not telling the truth, then they can put everybody else in Yeah, you're right. It's the, it's the boundaries thing, isn't yeah. it? If you let it go once, it's going to happen again, isn't it? Yeah, and then sure. it could get worse. Yeah, and, yeah, and it'll get yeah, worse and, and it'll could, become yeah, obvious. Then, then other people could drink. And then they'll all be doing it. And then it'll be like that, that sketch in the fast show where they're all hiding the booze from each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking in the morning, oh, where you been? Oh, I've been to get some milk. <laughs> clank, clank. <laughs> Yeah, again, I will give the person the option. I'll get the group yeah. together, I'll get the house together, and that will be my first point of call. I think what you're saying is completely right there, Michael. That's the, that should be like, I think that like, that's where I go wrong. You know what I mean? Because like, then yeah. you'd bring the supervisor in and say, look, okay, yeah. I've held the group meeting, no one's owning up, let them step up then. And you do that, yeah. Then they would come in and say, right, we'll take, if they've got um, stuff that they like doing, like chores or if it's some a hobby that they're doing, they can say, well, if whoever doesn't own up, all of you, you're not having your, what your hobby is. Yeah, absolutely. Because that'll bring that person out then. Because yeah. it's not that, it'll play on their mind. That guilt and shame will kick in then. Well, I would put it in the living room, the bottle. Yeah. I'd put it on the top of the thing and then 
when everybody starts coming, somebody is going to go. Now when they see it, that's almost like language. one of my drama games. <laughs> yeah, I know. But body language tells. Oh, gives you yeah. anything. Yeah. But I would say the obvious answer is doing your sport worker, but that's what's best to do. I'm very much with this idea though of giving people the opportunity yeah. to, to fess up. Because yeah. if you go in guns blazing, yeah. it's not going to get nowhere. And no one's going to admit It's going to cause uproar. Yeah. So. I just want to do this horrible in the face. With but the opportunity should always be there to own it. And part of the rehab process is allowing that to happen without necessarily punishing. Mm. So if yeah. you're sat there in a house group and someone does fess up, then okay, there are consequences, but it doesn't become a, a negative process. Right. It doesn't yeah, become a witch hunt process. It's a, we give you the chance to own this, because you were in a dream of process, therefore you are going and to fuck up. And it's part of recovery. Yeah, we yeah. All, we all yeah and fuck fucking up is part yeah. of recovery. Yeah. Taking, resp taking responsibility. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because that helps anybody's recovery, but not that their mind and their insanity. Mm. Oh, here we go. Here's another one. Why, why am I looking at all this odd behaviour in dry houses? I wonder why that's on my mind. Mm. You've been out all night, but managed to come home before anyone else wakes up, or so you think. When your housemate asks you what time you got back, do you A, claim you came in five minutes after curfew, B, admit you were late but say it was because the bus broke down and you had to walk, C, tell the truth, D, deny everything and say you came home much earlier, E, accuse them of getting home even later than you did. Shaggy, <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> For me, it would either be tell the truth or try and for me, if it, if it was me, uh. I'd be totally wasted. So there'd be no way of denying it because once I'd be gone, that's it. Oh. I'm totaled and I'd be slurring. I know. I would. I would yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm days, mate. You'll come back next month. Yeah. Where you were last year? You still got my stuff, though. I'd be swaying. I ran out of money. I need to sell my TV. So we're talking about coming back wasted, yeah? That's that's the idea oh, of it. Or just, or just, well, or you, just coming back late. You presuppose wasted, but you can, yeah. you can make what you will out of that. Yeah. Someone willfully coming back way beyond the rules. Yeah. 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 First, just late. I just started uh, late, late, late man. I was like, like, you know what I mean? I ain't been drinking. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I ain't got nothing on me. Check my pockets. I'm just late. I, if they would just come back late, I'd give them a chance. Mm. But I'd still be wary. I'd log it down saying, but, mm. but then oh, God, yeah. if they've done it, Again, then I'd question it. I'd be like, okay, you've done this twice now. Let it go the first time. What's going on? Why are you being so lenient? Oh, man, they've got us. You have Sometimes, to let people own things. You yes. Let them own it, yeah. Um, but, but also, you have to go within the framework if you're living in a dry house scenario. You have to go with the framework of the rules. Your rooms are in crisis then if you're not following their rules. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all depends on what their DOC is, if it's alcohol or drugs. Yeah. or whatever it's all about swings and roundabouts because you could let them say they come back and said yeah i've been here and it's about being honest okay you come back a little bit late i'll let him off this time and then you can see the true person then because if they do it again then you can say okay i gave it you the first time what is going on mm. yeah, and, and, and that's when you see the body language and see yeah, what they're yeah. on about the eyes just the whole the posture and that then you'll be able to say okay no i want the truth now Right. So I mean, they've got nothing to hide, and they've got no reason, like, no. like owning it up to the powers that be, saying, "Look, I came in late yesterday." Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. But you then you I mean? could say, "Well, don't forget, you've got these rules that you have to." And buses are late. Yeah. yeah, you know. Like, look at us. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got part two of that one now. After all that happening, you're asked in the house group about staying out all night. Do you A, deny everything? B, tell the truth? C, accuse two of your housemates of doing the same thing but claim you're blameless? D, start an argument about something else? E, go into meltdown explaining how you're sick of being falsely accused by your housemates. It'd <laughs> <laughs> have to be E, wouldn't it? Poor me, poor me! Get me that tiny violin now! Yeah. They're so awful, they're always picking on me. Yeah, you're accusing me of this, and he left the top off the milk three <laughs> times last week. The milk that was half gone when I just got it. <laughs> and, it was, and it was mine, and someone else took it. Yeah. At which point someone says, But you don't even use milk. And goes, That's not the point. <laughs> and I know the last um, answer. Just have a tantrum. <laughs> Free, that, that that's what happens because actually often our defaults are to do that we have to learn new defaults in recovery like owning up like fessing up like being honest like showing some degree of integrity and responsibility we have to learn this because we've spent so long not doing it but sometimes owning up even when you're sober it's still like if I own up what shit am I going to get yeah, or, absolutely. or how that person's going to react yeah. so the nerves kick in the anxiety kicks in and you're like no, one do I own up two do I try and get out of it or three, do we just go on a madden? You see, the way I would think, I'd, I'd be purposely late the first couple of times, and I said, oh, look, I'm owning up straight away, as soon as I'm, like, I'm ringing up, yeah, I'm like, so. After a while, they think, well, he's all right, because he rings, you know what I mean? He's all right. He, he'll ring if he's late. No, not running. He's not late. Well, he kind of like anything. He smooths the path out, doesn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, um, like when you play the dying duck at work. You know what I mean? For a couple of days. No, we need Absolutely. What physical complaint can I come up with next? Mm. Ectopic pregnancy. No, that doesn't quite suit me, does it? <laughs> um, right. Last but not least. One of your mates is getting married and your support worker has told you not to go. Do you A, arrange with someone else to pretend you're staying with them so that you can go? B, ignore their advice and just go anyway, then lie about it when you get back? C, ask if you can go provided you have an exit strategy? D, accept their advice and tell your mate you can't go and why? Or E, go out and relapse the next day so nobody can stop you from going? <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. Well, it's, tough it's one. happened. Sure it's that. It's happened that mm. people have gone out and got shit-faced mm. just so that they can... Yeah, I've seen that happen. Yeah, I can imagine This it, one's uh, based on a real... Surely it's down to your own how, how strong you feel yourself, isn't it? If you feel you can handle a... But if they've told you not to go, if, if that's the rule, yeah, you cannot go regardless. And, oh. Wouldn't it depend on how long you've been around as well? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, for me, this time, I would take advice. Yeah. yeah? I would take advice yeah. and I wouldn't listen to my head because my head would say yeah yeah you're definitely stronger this time it's all good and I'd get there and bang mate do you know what I mean I'd be drinking and then I'd be leaving the bloody thing I'd make a massive scene and then I'd be on the pipe in a, in a couple hours do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. and life would go sideways again I don't trust my head today at no. all but I do take into consideration and make my own decisions I don't get an idea and action straight away mm. that's what I've done yeah, it would be more of a take on their advice and be like right he's right he's probably not and if he's not and I'll be like 
analyse that a bit more because that's just my addiction trying to yeah, yeah. trying to get at me <laughs> you know what I mean like, yeah. I like weddings and if it's a friend who I really like as well and I really want to be at that wedding I'll be kind of like saying I'm bringing Ronnie with me <laughs> let me bring Ronnie with Ronnie me Ronnie doesn't know yet but I'm bringing him with me I'm bringing Ronnie with me it's going to be like the uncle really good dealer Ronnie Ronnie's got good recovery and like you will like Ronnie when you see Ronnie you'll see that he's got good recovery and and I think, you know, it'd be difficult because I've really... Well, surely if you... I'll, I'll try and get something else into place to make that happen. I'd be resentful. I'd be so resentful. I missed both my sister's weddings. Yeah. Because of where I was at. And when my youngest sister got married, I was in, and it was never even discussed. Mm. But when my little sister got married, even though I was not well and waiting to come in here, actually, in 2017, I chose not to go because while I did have alcohol in my system and while I was still unwell, I knew in my heart hearts that me going there would just have been a disaster. I'll be nine years next Sunday. I'll well, be yeah, well nine years sober. Even today, even though I'm this long sober, no, it's just not for me. And I'd have to say, look, it's not my scene because when people start getting too drunk, my anxiety will explode and I would just go. So for me, in my own sanity, I'd be like, sorry, no, yeah. I can't deal with it. It's too much for me to take on, I'm not that, that could trigger me to drink, because I could think, do you know what, fuck it. Yeah, like, I've got to get something in my system, yeah. and mm. that's it, game over. Yeah. 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 So your awareness, is, is, your like, awareness is really like acute nowadays, isn't it? So like, yeah, so it's good. You're, um, I'm not that like say your sister instant. or your, your brother or whatever, they'd rather have you around the rest of your life oh, than, yeah. for, oh, one, than for one yes. day, you know. Yeah. It really is a case of that. A moment will have me dead. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong, you pick up drugs, yeah, but the way I use, I'm dead. Whether or not I do die from an OD or whatever, mm. by the time I'm at the end of my death, yeah, oh, that's the reality of my use. I call it the walking dead, don't you? Just literally. You don't know if yeah, I've yeah, yeah. relapse. Yeah. I know I haven't. I haven't got another relapse. Just because yeah. I've gone this far, I can't, I don't want to do it. Because I know I'll lose loads. Yeah. So you can be also a victim of your own success. I went to my mum's wedding and what got me when I was there, and I will be honest, it was the closest I've ever been to picking up a glass of wine because I thought, well, you know what, I kind of knew I wasn't going to do it, but it was the perfect moment to do it because you're 14 months clean, it's a glass of wine, it's your mum's wedding. It was really, really hard I remember it, but I didn't do it, obviously, I didn't well do done. it. And when I woke up the next morning, I was like, my life, do you know what? I would have been worried <laughs> and yeah. I would have been all over the place. I'd have left the wedding. I know what would have happened. It would, wouldn't have been that one glass, but that day. Well, it never is, is it? Was no. the day where I thought, no, I can not have the glass. I shouldn't mm. be able to enjoy my mum's wedding mm. today. Not that I couldn't enjoy so because I did in the end, but you know, mom I think the thing is, you can anyway, and yeah, exactly that. I do take the point, the idea that it's far better that I'm there for the rest of their lives because it's yeah. far better that I'm still alive for the next 30 mm. years mm. than that they have me at the wedding and I'm a bit chaotic, and then six months later, I'm dead. Mm. Even if you are alive, an act of addiction is. You ain't present with them anyway, do you know what I mean? I'm a prick, mate, when I'm in act. It's like, like my report for my secondary school art that said absent even when present. (laughs) (laughs) Considering the fact that I then actually became a teacher for 10 years following that, art was just something I did not get on with. Mm. When I was in treatment and had to do art, it took me five weeks to to actually try and do anything. The first thing Mm. I did was just black. 
It's like the thing off the fast show, it's just black. I've listened to the fast show twice now, haven't I? Anyway, we're out of time for this one. Remarkably. And we'll deliver perhaps our Christmas message in the next one. Excellent. I have a format for the Christmas message. <laughs> And also, we can perhaps try and play the games okay. slightly more successfully. Okay. <laughs> I thought we did pretty well, though. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, well. Yeah. So we'll love you and leave you. And if there's, if you in any way want to comment on these games and how ridiculously difficult to understand they are, or if there's anything else you think we might do, then you can find us either on Changes Facebook page, on the Cumbria Central, on Twitter, or podcast.changesuk.org. And if you have been in any way affected, please reach out. There's loads of places all over the place, including ourselves. You know, there's lots of support and help. Yeah, just reach out. We are not alone anymore. No, suffer in silence. And for now, it's goodbye from me. And me. And me. And me. See you there, guys. <laughs>